Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. Nope, I still don't know what anonymous means, but I am back from vacation. That's right. Too much rejoicing. It is Crowley. Mr. Crowley, I am back and better than ever. I wanted to play the Ozzy Osbourne song, Mr. Crowley, but I didn't want to pay Ozzy Osbourne the insane amount of money that I would need to in order to do that. So you just get I'm back and just be happy that I am Uh, joining me uh, as always, as he does every week, sometimes by himself and sometimes in a bathroom with a strange woman. It's Garrick. Hello, I'm back, and I'm pretty sure we can do up to six seconds of any song without paying royalties. Okay. I, yes, I am well aware. I just don't want to do six seconds of Mr. Crowley. <laughs> I suppose I could just get the, but I don't want to do that. I don't, and I was not in a bathroom. It sounded like you were in a bathroom. It was it was the linen closet. Well, okay, that's a little bit different. Were you playing seven seconds of heaven or six seconds of whatever? I don't even remember. What a kids How long play? was the podcast? 40, 45 minutes? Yes. I played 45 minutes in... A, a damp storeroom. There you go. Well, uh, you did a really good job. I want to give uh, Garrick some 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 kudos here. He did a really great job while I was gone, while I was gallivanting around the wonderful, damp, moist state of Florida. Moist. Uh, moist. Uh, uh, in the Magic Kingdom and Epcot and Hollywood Studios and the other part, Animal Kingdom. That's it. That's where I'm I was. Stupid jealous of Animal Kingdom, dude. It was so much fun. It always is a good time. If you if you haven't uh, spent uh, the money to go to uh, Disney World, please do so immediately. Uh, it is rather expensive. I would suggest not staying uh, on site because that is ridiculous and in no way, shape, or form adds any value whatsoever anymore. But that's just my opinion, and this is not a Disney podcast, so I digress. Maybe we should do a Disney podcast. <laughs> that's not. I don't want to compete with the hundreds of thousands of Disney podcasts out there. Uh, you make a good point. I'd rather just compete with the hundreds of millions of gaming podcasts that are out there. Do people still Easier listen market. to this show? I don't even know. I don't know. think so. I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers. I didn't want to be depressed. I was already coming back from vacation. I didn't want to be more depressed than I was. But I do have to say, Disney do, do, does have some games at Disney World. Uh, they actually had a game room at the resort. We stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is on site, and uh, it cost an arm and a leg every night. And But they did have a game room. It was absolutely, totally crap. But <laughs> at least they had a game room. Because I didn't so take my how, Switch. How many room. nights did you guys stay? Seven, six nights. Six nights. Yeah, That's Sunday, three Mon- whole people. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Six nights. That is six nights. Yes, I was right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we left Saturday morning. Uh, and it was sad, but not really, because I was excited to go home. You can only you can only take so much Disney, man. You can only oh, take yeah. so much Disney. And no, oh, yeah. I did not ride It's a Small World. That ride can suck it. Uh, I would have done that. I, I would have only done that. Repeatedly? Repeatedly. You would have killed people. <laughs> yeah. I think you would have gone insane and just killed people. <laughs> that's That's why I want to go. Right. Uh, so, uh, again, thanks, Garrick, for uh, taking on the podcasting duties while I was gone. You did a really good job. I really enjoyed listening to myself. You're uh, welcome. It sounded exactly like me. 
I tried. You know what they say about paybacks, right? Uh, that uh, I don't know. That it's coming. Just prepare yourself. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what, uh, what are you gonna do? Make fun of me being a millennial? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I'm going to do. I think it's in the show Great. notes a little later on. Uh, Nothing I'm not used to. So I'll start updating social media again. I've already started doing that. And uh, the podcast got out a little late this week, so I apologize. But here we are, and we're ready to talk games. Uh, and we'll talk about games here in just a second. <laughs> but I'm not quite ready to talk about games. I want to talk about podcasting some more. <sighs> oh, don't sigh at me. So if you <laughs> have listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that I am uh, a fan of and friends with uh, the boys over at the Cantina Cast. Um, Ooh, Cantina Cast! Right, so I'm name dropping them. Uh, Mike and, and Joe and Mike started the uh, Cantina Cast with his uh, buddy Brian, and that's where I met Mike oh so many years ago playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. We were both doing a Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic uh, podcast at the time. I think mine was called Swath Radio, and and his was called oddly enough the Cantina Cast. And back in Ot Four, yeah, he kept going with it, and it morphed and it changed into what it is today—a thought-provoking uh, discussion every week or every two weeks, uh, depending on what's going on in the Star Wars uh, fandom. Uh, that that is literally i think it revolutionized star wars podcast they they did things that other people weren't doing at least not you know a, a lot of people and now you know they say uh imitation is the sincerest form of flattery now a lot of people are imitating what mike started so he is stepped away from the cantina cast he is retiring from the cantina cast podcasting now he's still going going to do uh the cantina after dark for his patreon members and he's still going to edit the show and be a part of like the behind the scenes stuff uh he's got some other things uh coming down the pipe later on so uh, i just want to say you know he's he's the guy that's always pushed me to get better as far as podcasting goes uh he's the reason the show sounds as bad as it does now because trust me it could sound a lot worse folks uh, so he's always, he's always been there, uh, for me. And so, you know, I just want to give him a shout out and say, thank you for all the years doing the cantina cast. Uh, I, I know I'm not the only one that appreciates everything you've done. I know there are others out there. So thank you, Mike. And, uh, we'll see you on your next project. And I, I am certainly looking forward to that. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm piggybacking off of Mike a little bit here as well, since I am learning a whole bunch of stuff from you. So you are my proxy to Mike, right? Which you should probably just go to Mike. Because I'll screw it up. Uh, speaking of not screwing things up, uh, Jonesy and uh, Albert. Now, if you've listened to this show at all, you'll know Jonesy have been on, has been on the show a couple times. He uh, is taking over for uh, Mike as Albert took over for uh, Joa. So Albert and, and Jonesy doing the uh, Cantina cast now. I'm sure they'll do a great job. They've got their first episode. Should be dropping any time now. If it hasn't dropped already, I really need to look at that. I don't know why my podcasting app hasn't told me whether or not it has. Uh, but uh, regardless, good luck to them. I know they'll do great. Give them a listen. Uh, I listen to them, uh, and, and they do a really good job. So there you go. There's my name dropping uh, for the week. I think I'm done but with, with name dropping. Now I guess we'll just move on to housekeeping. There's not really a good segue into saying good luck in your in your future endeavors, Mike, to let's just talk about my podcast now. Well, hopefully we can have Mike on sometime soon talk about a, a Star Wars game or something. We'll no, see. I know what game uh, he and I will <laughs> talk about, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, just uh, uh, real quick to our uh, uh, loyal listeners out there. We're looking for a new logo. Bad Gamers Anonymous, we're going to be, be switching some things up. 
We're going to have a new intro, new logo. We're, we're really trying to use the Discord a lot more. So come join us in Discord. You can find an invite uh, that never expires there at the uh, bottom of the show notes. Just click that see more button. Uh, see more button. And, and, um, and, and come join the conversation <laughs> with us. Uh, see more butts. Right. So if you if you are an artist of any kind and you want to get your art out there, get your name out there, you know what? Make a logo for us. Send it to uh, badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. That's badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Or join our Discord, like I said, and uh, shoot it to us. Uh, we're also looking for somebody to help on social media because, well, I'm old and Garrick is a millennial, which means he still doesn't use social media. Nope. I don't know why. You're the only millennial on the planet that doesn't use social media. Yeah. Okay. I hate it. I, I am what's called an old soul. That I don't is, know what that means. Oh, God, Lord. I don't know what that means either, but I wish people would stop using it. <laughs> right? It doesn't even make sense. So if you're uh, interested in helping us and running our social media, or that would be our Instagram, our, our Facebook, our Twitters. And I think that's all we have. I, I, yeah. Yeah. It sounds right. Let us know, and I'll give you the keys to that kingdom, and you can make us look as bad as you want. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think let, they could do any worse. Well, probably not. Let's let's just get right into uh, Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hi, my name's Garrick, and I like games. This week, oh wait, 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 playing... wait, there's no there's no theme music. Do oh, I forgot the theme music. What did I do last time? I don't know. Uh, I was just waiting for the theme music. You don't have to do it. I was just wondering where it was at. Well, I can do it. I just forgot. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Make me choke on my water. What is that? I you told me to do it. I, okay. Just go on with Garrick's Gregarious Games. <laughs> This week, I got nothing. Wow. That was a quick Gary's Gregarious Games right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the quickest one you will uh, ever hear on this show. Well, we'll talk about, I mean, I've been playing some stuff, but we're going to talk about that later. As far as, like, Gregarious Games, uh, there's nothing really gregarious about the games I've been playing lately. And there's nothing really gregarious about the games that are coming out, save no. one, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. But there's really not. Like, again, like, you remember at the beginning of the year we had that lull? I feel like yeah. this is an even longer, deeper, more boring lull. In, it it in definitely game. is. The summer months are, are very slow. We're starting to see a lot of big spring releases, and then summer's just kind of a dead period. Everything's just kind of waiting for uh, E3 to come out here in June. So we'll get some ninja launches, I'm sure. We'll get some announcements that's like, and coming tonight, you'll see this game. Or available now, or download now, download the demo now, or coming this Friday. We'll see something. Well, and so uh, there is a game but, coming out that you and I both are going to play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here in a, in a few weeks. Well, I thought it was with the Wild West MMO. Oh, that's right. So on the 10th, May 10th, there is Wild West Online is hitting Steam. I played this game months ago, um, like eight months ago or so in early, early alpha access. And it was bad. Like things wasn't, things weren't rendering. Um, things wasn't re one, rendering either. Things wasn't rendering. There was only one gun to use. There were no missions to do. Was it, it at was least, a, was it a shotgun or was it a pistol? It was a, it was a six shooter. All right. Well, there you go. 
I mean, at least it's um, accurate. wouldn't load, like, there were, like, train tunnels and things like that, but it was just the polygon shape, and it was gray, and it ugh, it looked awful. There are no NPCs, there are no shops, nothing was up and working. What do you do? You would do? kill somebody, but nothing would transfer. That's, okay. Well, hopefully so, they've no figured those, those bugs out uh, and got a, a little more of a polished game, because yeah. uh, May 10th is, like, two days away. So I got my Steam key all ready for it since I was an early access uh, helper. Oh, look at me. Um, I did early access and I got stuff. <laughs> Nobody yeah, cares yeah, about your swag. Nobody cares. That's exactly how I sound like. That's exactly how I sound like. And you know what? The the, the week that you're not here, you might you might actually be here. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. What? Yeah, fair enough. Listen to episode, what was it, 32? Was that the episode where I was here but not here because I was in Florida? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. There. I see. Yeah. Kind of went over your head there, didn't it? Yeah, dude. Sorry, I'm being a millennial Friggin today. Friggin' millennials. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Crowley's Corners. Hey, big boy. Want to play a game? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to start off on a, the greatest note. No, no theme music? No, I don't have theme music because that's how cool I am. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm like Dolph Ziggler. That's a WWE reference for all you nubs out there. Look. Uh, Ziggler. Bad Gamers NHL League uh, in NHL 18 got its first win. That's right. We are no longer winless losers. We are just, we have one win. We have two wins. Two. Two wins. You are two two win losers. You're two win losers. I think we're like two and two and one. Because if you know hockey. It's not bad. Yeah, if you know hockey, there can be a tie. So two, two and one is what we are. And we lost the shootout, just FYI. Uh, but it was it's it's good fun. It's great fun. I love playing with Jonesy. So if you uh, play NHL 18, let me know. Uh, Crowley76 on the PSN. Uh, just uh, shoot me a friend request, and we'll get you in, and you, too, can be a bad gamer at hockey. It's amazing. It's three-on-three, three usually. If we get enough players, we'll do six-on-six. Six. Uh, it's just it's just a lot of a good, not-so-clean fun. Um Mike and I, speaking of, of, you know, games Mike and I would talk about, Mike and I have been spending a lot of time together in Hope County, Montana. Uh, hey. Bar Cry 5. What you guys been doing up there? Oh, we've been, we've been hunting the Squatch. Ooh. Been hunting Squatch. Squatch. Now, we both know that Sasquatch isn't in the game yet, but all the little nuggets, all the little clues of goodness that they leave in the game pointing to Sasquatch is amazing. It is too tit- it is too titillating for Mike and I to leave it alone. That and I Those just like Easter jumping. Easter eggs are, are amazing. Oh, they really are. I I just like jumping out of helicopters that he's piloting, especially the neon green <laughs> ones. Like that's that's fun to me. That and swinging from it like Spider Man. It's a good time. So uh, yeah, that's 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 something I think Mike and I might uh, do a show about. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe I can coax him out of his podcast retirement. For just a minute, and he and I can talk about it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, if you're playing Far Cry 5, let me know. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we'll see Sasquatch in the DLC soon. But, you know, I'm not I'm not holding my breath just yet. I don't know if, if he'll be in the first DLC or a second DLC. I don't even know how many DLCs are planning on having. But he needs to be in there because uh, hunting him would be a lot of fun. And if they do it right, like you could spend hours just trying to hunt Squatch. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I also picked up oh. Rick and Morty Virtual Reality. Now, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I put about 20 minutes into this game and then went back to NHL 18. But 
Uh, it's still a lot of fun uh, to be in Rick and Morty's world. Uh, it looks really good for a, a PC port to the PS4 VR uh, unit. It looks really good. Um, the voices are good. The great. I mean, everything's. I love Rick and Morty. If you love Rick and Morty, I suggest you pick this up. If you don't love Rick and Morty, don't pick it up. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this too. There's a lot of. I mean, Rick is Rick. Morty is Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. See, I do a horrible Morty. I don't even know why I tried to do it. I don't know either. Okay, thanks for putting a stop to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to rant for a minute now. Like, I, I, I did all the high Go stuff. Ahead. Like, all the like I, I hit all the high notes. I hit all the, you know, all the happy things. And now Carly's going to rant for just a minute. And he's going to rant about Big Brother. The Big Gaming Brother, I guess, would be the case here. IGN put out a uh, uh, an article by Shabana Arif. That doesn't scream social justice warrior. I don't know what does. Uh, last week about Kingdom Come uh, Deliverance, saying that the player base has dropped by 95% on Steam. Now, their reasoning for this was uh, uh, that, that the uh, most recent reviews have swung it over to mixed, while the overall reviews for the game are positive. So overall, they're positive reviews, but just the recent reviews are mixed. Which doesn't mean that it's bad. It's not getting bad reviews. It means it's getting bad and good reviews. But they're focusing on the negative. Saying with bugs being the most common complaint in the negative reviews. Now, they do go on to say that they gave Kingdom Come Deliverance on PC an 8 out of 10. Saying that, quote, it has uh, strong characters and storytelling as one of the, and was one of the most unique, memorable RPGs we've played in recent years. So I don't understand. This article is kind of speaking out of both sides of its mouth. And we all know we talked about on this show the negativity that was surrounding this game from certain outlets. In fact, from most of the major outlets like IGN, where it wasn't diverse enough for them because and then they they, they criticized it for going uh, for historical accuracy. And this just kind of feels like they're just digging at it at this point because this game debuted on Steam two months ago. Two months. Now, it's a single-player game. You can get through the campaign if you're just going through the campaign to play the game for the campaign. You can get through it probably 30 to 35 hours. Now, if you want to complete a lot of the things and all the side missions and see all the things and, and bed all of the ladies, it's going to take you 50, 55, 60, upwards of 70, 80 hours. I think I have 90 hours in the game. That's too much. It's not too much. This game is like, I'm just going to quote IGN. Strong characters and storytelling and one of the most unique, memorable RPGs we've played in years. So I don't I don't see how that's too much, number one. Number two, 90 hours, you can get that done in, in two weeks. You can get that done in three weeks. You can get that done in a month. If you're really super casual and you don't have a lot of time to play, you can get that done in two months. So I don't understand why this is even a headline on their website. Kingdom Come Deliverance's player base has dropped 95% on Steam. It makes no sense to me. It is being negative for negative sake. And it just stinks to me of social justice. This game doesn't fit the box that I want it to fit in. So I am just going to just talk about how negative it is. The game's two months old. People have beat it and moved on. They're waiting for new content, which Warhorse is working on. So again, I just it's disingenuous at the very least 
uh, on Shabanash Arif's part to even, and then IGN to back it and publish it. It's ridiculous. This is why I don't listen to these types of companies. This is why I don't listen to anyone else's opinion. I know people are going to say, but you do a podcast. Look, I get I do a podcast, but if you're listening to me for my reviews, like I think you're missing the point of my podcast. Yeah, nobody listens to you for your opinion. No, they listen to hear what I have to say because they're either going to love it or hate it. Like, that's why you're the brains of this operation, Gary. You know the ins and outs of gaming. (laughs) I know the ins of gaming. I'm the talent. That's all I am. I'm the talent. That's right. I'm the chick that comes in with the huge boobs that gets everyone's attention. Like I You are definitely an attention getter. I know my role. Like, I get it. But this is just... it is. This is the type of reporting that that started Gamergate. This is the now, crap that did it. I want to I want to defend this a little bit. Ugh. I think as far as news goes, it is newsworthy that this this game was super successful and it has dropped precipitously over the past couple of months. Now I get it. It's a single player game. And yeah, I'm very curious to know how how much these other single player games drop over a period of two three months versus this one how much did witcher drop how much uh, did uh skyrim drop when it first came out and that's what these are or this this game is being compared to it's being compared to the skyrim the witcher fallout and what is it doing differently what is it doing wrong what is it doing right and how does it differ from those we don't have the drop-off rates for fallout and skyrim and witcher i wish we did so I don't think it's entirely unfair just to criticize them. I think their uh, explanation, the the what's it called, exposition of why, might be a little bit too unfounded. Um, but I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that a single player game has dropped off ninety five percent. I think it's newsworthy. I'm surprised it's making the news with all the headlines that Fortnite and PUBG and Drake are doing right now, though. Right. And I guess that's my point is with so much more going on in the world of gaming, this is what they go after. I mean, it doesn't that just stink a little bit. I mean, if it's not passing the smell test for me now, again, it's a kind of a slow month for news as well. We talked about there's not a lot of games coming out. There's not a lot of game announcements coming out. Everyone's saving that info for June. So you kind of got to get the news stories that you can. You got to get that content out. So they thought this was worthy. I, maybe they did, but if they did, don't you think a little journalism would have gone a long way? Like, let's compare it to what the Witcher did after two months. Let's compare it to what Skyrim did after two months. Let's compare it to what these other games did after two months. Single player. Yes. Game. Especially from an independent studio. I wholeheartedly agree. There should have been some more journalism done in this. And unfortunately, you don't get a lot of journalism. You could just stop. IGN. You could just stop you that sentence get- right there. You don't get a lot of journalism anymore. Hashtag yeah, fake news, games, baby. In games, quote unquote, journalism, in games press, and games media, you don't get a lot of journalism, period. The main person I know of in games press that is doing that right now is Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. And his stuff is oh, Kotaku. phenomenal. Seriously, Kotaku? I, I bring up Gamergate and you're going to talk about Kotaku? Now, I don't like Kotaku as a company, Thank as a you. website. But Jason Schreier. As an actual news journalist, he's the only person I can say in gaming media that is a journalist for games. All right. And that may be so. Like I said, I don't read a lot of other people's stuff, but this was somebody retweeted this on Twitter. It caught my attention. 
I, I read it and I was immediately miffed because it's just, it's so disingenuous and it goes, this is again, this is Gamergate, man. This is, this is, this is journalists in gaming, not doing their job and certainly not doing it well. Yeah. Uh, well, I would wholeheartedly agree with you. This is a biased, slanted uh, thing. And look, you're going to get biased from me, but at least I'm open about it. I tell you why I don't like something. They're not even coming out and telling you. They're just like, yeah, well, you know, the reviews, the more recent reviews are mixed. But, you know, overall, the reviews are good. It's like they just stick it in there. You know, well, the, overall, the reviews are good. But, you know, the recent reviews, well, how recent? Is it? Is it the last two hours that you were on? And you're like, ha there are five reviews here. Just popped in, in the last 35 minutes. All of these things. <laughs> I'm going to say it's mixed. Like, you're not being intellectually honest there, uh, Mr. or Ms. or Mrs. Uh, or they or them, Sharif, whatever your name is. You just, you're not, you're, you're not being, you're not being intellectually honest. And that drives me nuts. Everywhere. Like, this is why Donald Trump gets to go fake news. Like, it just is. Ah, it just drives, ah. Drives me nuts that he's able to do that. All right, let's let's move on before you break something. <sighs> you you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> let's talk um, the Detroit Become Human demo. Yes, let's. Oh man! If you haven't downloaded this on your PlayStation Store, it's free. You get basically. Would you call it a mission? I would say it is a episode scenario. Scena- yes, yeah, scenario. All right. Where you get to play um, Connor, an android, or, or, or what? Or, I don't even know what they call him. Android, yeah. Yeah, cyber life android, uh, who is a hostage negotiator. Let me just, man, I, there's so much about this game that I want to save for the actual review <laughs> for this game. But I, there are some things that I think are important. Number one, the attention to detail and the lore that they have put in this and that they are putting out there for this game. For example, Connor is an Android and he looks, he dresses different than other Androids and it's, it's to set him apart from the other Androids because of what he does hostage negotiator. So there's just this attention to detail in this game that you don't get with other games. This game is, would you call it a choose your own adventure type game yeah it's it's a story-based game but it definitely plays out like a choose your own adventure and you you live with the consequences of it this demo is replayable but the actual game itself well i think when it comes out it's designed to just push you through so if it's three different characters and as you go between each story if something bad happens if you lose one character like you can in this demo um, then you're just going to go throughout the rest of the game without seeing that character's story. And they're all kind of interweaving as you go further through. Did you ever play David Cage's other games, Beyond Two Souls or Heavy Rain? No, I really wanted to play Heavy Rain. I just have never had the opportunity to play it. Heavy Rain has a lot of kind of gaming meme around it. Um, in particular, uh, like press triangle to call or something like that. And you go around as his father in the scene and you're just for like five minutes calling out your son's name trying to find him um and, and that sounds boring it's a really <laughs> it's a really emotional part of the game like since you've been playing up to that point you've gotten emotionally attached to these characters but taken out of context yeah it's a stupid long segment where you're doing the exact same thing and nothing is happening right 
Um, but his his games have that dynamic story element to it. Um, Beyond Two Souls is free right now on PlayStation for PlayStation Plus members, so you can actually play his most previous game before you get into this game. And if you pre-order this uh, Detroit Become Human digitally, it'll actually give you a copy of Heavy Rain digitally on PS4 as well. See, this is why you're on the show, because you know more <laughs> stuff than I do. I just rant. See, you're the brains. I'm 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 the busty lady. Well, I've been, I've been playing the Beyond Two Souls game, and I just beat it yesterday. Um, and again, you get really emotionally involved in this game um, with the characters, the story. But every little segment or chapter or episode, whatever you want to call it, is taken out of chronological order. Um, it's actually really cool since this is the director's cut. It does give you the option to play it in order chronologically, but I think it takes away from the story that way. Um his games are just, they're, they're thinky games. Oh, good Lord, thinky games. Uh, is that, is <laughs> they're, that, they're extremely cerebral, emotional telling games. Is that, is that your new buzzword? Is that your, like your catchphrase? Thinky? Thinky? Yeah. Thinky. All right. Well, I'm supposed to be the brains of this operation. And so I lessen myself by calling it too thinky. <laughs> too thinky. Uh, I just wonder how many people are going to have nightmares by picturing me as a busty lady. Uh, let's like, look. You talk about how uh, Heavy Rain sucks you in and you get emotionally invested. Just in this one scene, in this one scenario, in this one mission, in this one episode, whatever you want to call it, as you're playing Connor and you're trying to save this little girl from this 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 android that is obviously malfunctioning. Like, don't you, did you get sucked in? Because I got sucked in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, all the little clues you can do, seeing... The little like um like playback video that the little girl leaves on her tablet, all the little little things that are scattered around the house. And there's there's a lot of interactive things, but there's a lot of just well-designed set pieces within the small little oh, setting that you're in so that tells so much. Like you really feel like you get yeah. to know who this family is, who this family was, and why this android did what he did. And like you feel the android's anguish. And you feel his his anger and you can understand you can sympathize. You may not understand why he did what he did. I don't want to give a whole lot away here, but you can sympathize with it. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? Given the right circumstances, like I, I can see how someone could just snap. Yeah. So, man, this game is so good and it's so deep <laughs> and it's so there's so much. Just download the demo. I'm telling you, if you listen to this show, do yourself a favor. Download the demo on the PS uh, Store today. It's free. It's amazing. Now, here's the other thing this this game has going for it, which I'm hoping more games do, whether it's with Google Home or, as in this case, Amazon Echo. If you have an Echo, you can enable on your on your uh, Echo device the Cyber Life skill, and you can then ask it questions as to why a certain thing happened in the scene you're in. And all you have to do is say, you know, cyber life, why did this happen? You know, and then you, you give the scenario and it will tell you what you did to cause that to happen. Now, I don't know if this is going to be in the game, but in the demo, you get a tree at the end uh, when you complete the mission and you get to see all the things you missed. Like you, you could see they're locked. You don't get to see what they are or where they are, but you could see that you miss things. And then the path you took is highlighted. I just think that's amazing. And then you can use this Amazon skill, this this Amazon Echo skill, 
to to ask ask Echo or Alexa or in my case I I change the the uh, keyword to computer why why it does this why why this happened and it just it pulls you in further it immerses you in this world that they've built and I just it's amazing I I'm hoping more games do this in the future and I'm sure it's going to be all dependent on how much use that gets so if you have an Amazon Echo device. I would invite you to do it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you have to have the device, you know, next to you while you're playing, just so you can see the things you did. It's not like you can play this this quote unquote game with with uh, Echo, uh, you know, at a later time because you need to see what what it is you did, and and why those things happened. So I, I again, I just think it's just it adds another level to gaming, another layer. I mean, you think about VR. VR is extremely immersive, right? Well, not every game can be virtual reality, at least not yet. So this just adds that extra layer that immerses you uh, even more. So I, this, I, I this dig is it. that augmented reality. Yeah, I don't know if I would call. I, I guess it is. When I think of augmented reality, I think of you. You have a, a a headset on and you're seeing the real world around you, but then there are things that are superimposed on that real world. Like I, that's what I, but you're right. Like this kind of does augment that reality. It is, it is a, a, an extra, I don't know, hand. An extra layer. An extra, I've said layer. I was trying to think of something witty. An extra onion. I don't know. It's too thinky for me. Can I say that? It's, is that copywritten? You're not allowed. It's uh, only a millennial thing to uh, say. Well, I'm certainly, I don't know. Certainly not a millennial. So, uh, with, with, with the lull in gaming that we've talked about at the beginning of the show and throughout the show and while we, you know, before the show, probably talk about it after the show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we kind of decided that, you know, let's talk about an area of gaming that we don't typically talk about, but that probably most of you do. Now, again, if you've listened to all of the shows, you will know that I have poo-pooed this area of gaming a lot. Uh, and it's not the Nintendo Switch. Because I didn't take the <laughs> Switch with me on my vacation. Which uh, you should have. I, why? Why? Because it's the best thing for traveling. So I can play Mario Kart? Yes. Why? Mario Kart and Bayonetta and all the downloadable beat, games like Celeste. I've beaten Bayonetta. Well, play it again. I don't want to play it again. Do it on harder difficulty. I don't want to do it on unlockable outfits to make her look like Star Fox. I don't care if she looks like Star Fox. She looks sexy <laughs> enough as what she is. I don't care. But you could make her look like a nurse or a schoolgirl. I know, oh, dude. The schoolgirl outfit. I love it. Uh, <laughs> let's. So I, I didn't take that. Instead, I took what everybody takes with them on any trip uh, to the bathroom, to work, to wherever you're going. Your mobile phone. And I only say mobile because I watched a movie today uh, on Amazon Prime uh, that they it was done in 2003 and they kept calling their phones mobile phones. I call my phone the cell phone telephone thanks to Futurama. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so mobile gaming. Let's talk about that. It's come a long way since Snake and Tetris, don't you think? That it wasn't a rhetorical question. Yeah, I, I really wanted you to tell me if you thought that it had. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, yeah, I don't even remember playing Snake on my phone. I remember playing the Snake on uh, the Game Boy. Um, you don't remember playing Snake on a mobile phone? I don't think I've ever played Snake on a mobile phone. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Like, you got to hit. Like, I, I'm trying to think. I, I don't think was really think I am. The eight, the, the, the four, the two, and the... No, the eight, the 
six in the four. What are you talking about? <laughs> to make your snake go up, down, right, left. You know, those were the buttons you had to hit. Like, I'd have to look at a keypad, and I didn't really want to do that. But you know what? Just because you forced me to open my phone, now I will look at it. Uh, the eight, the six, the four, and the two. Shut up, everybody. Oh my God. I'm a bad gamer. That's how you made your snake go up, down, left, right, right? I mean, it's on the number pad, too. You just look at your on your Number pad? Your keyboard. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. I'm so <laughs> tired. Oh, and I think I'm getting sick. Everybody else got sick on vacation, and I'm, uh, I've am i avoided it so far, but I think I'm getting sick. Oh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, those were, the, like, we've just come a long way. Let's just move on. Good Lord. Time wasting is what these games, for for the most part, are all about. We're really good at it. A few except They are really good at it. I, I think the biggest time wasting game for me is Golf Clash. Have you played this? No, I haven't played this, but I do like golf. So tell me more. So it's free game. Obviously, there's microtransactions. Look, just spoiler alert. There's microtransactions in every freaking mobile game. So just prepare yourself. Uh, but you don't have to. That's just it. I try to pick games that you don't have to use the microtransactions to get ahead. So games like Final Fantasy 15, uh, the mobile game or Final or not Final Fantasy, but uh, uh, the uh, there's there's a Game of Thrones game. That, Didn't again, you spend like forty dollars in the Final Fantasy game? We don't though? talk about that. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so I try to pick games that don't. So it, this golf clash can be played without microtransactions or quick one-hole matches against an actual, honest-to-god, real person on the other end, which makes it fun. Now you can't type, you can't talk, but you can use emojis. So you know to to communicate with the other person. You can, I think you can say good luck and thank you and nice shot and so close things like that but they're just very can you generic. Taunt them? Mm, you can but not in the way you're thinking like if they miss the shot you can put the emoji with the cool sunglasses on and be like, yeah. like <laughs> be the, like nice shot right yeah you can do stuff like that but i mean is that really taunting or is that just you trying to be a dick <laughs> like i don't like I, is there I, a difference yeah there kind of is no there's not um <laughs> And it can be really fun. I like the PvP aspect to it. I like the real time matches, uh, and, and it's 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 good time. You 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 earn clubs by you know doing stuff. There's there's a once a month or once a week shot that you can do to try to win chests and and you know loot boxes and things like that to get better clubs and or you can just buy the loot boxes and hope you get better clubs. Like you know, so there's that kind of aspect to it. But like I said, you don't need it. It's very fun. In and so out is it all is it all cosmetic the microtransactions? No. Like okay. I said, so I think you can buy and it's been a grip since I've played this. But I believe you could buy coins and then the coins you can turn around and buy loot boxes and the loot boxes may have better clubs. Now, like most mobile games, you just don't get the club and you're like, "Yeah, I got this club." You have to get X amount of the clubs and usually it's a large um, amount. Of course. So you would have to spend an inordinate amount to be really so all the all the clubs and stuff it has different stats associated with it that makes you a better player yes okay but some of them are are more useful in other situations than in other holes than others and there's tournaments there's a tournament once a week uh, that you can join and win win coin and, and loot boxes and things so I, I it's really well done golf clash uh, on the uh, Google Play Store because I don't mess around with your I, Apple iOS I just don't uh, the other game that I would highly recommend is Words with Friends 2. Again, I love this game. Oh, dude, it can be played without microtransactions. Thank God. And you can win coins 
uh, with their solo challenge every you know couple of weeks. There's a new solo challenge you can do. Uh, so it's 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 fun. It's entertaining. And who doesn't like Scrabble? Honestly, that, that young one, people, right? Millennials. You're a millennial. I just want to remind you. <laughs> but I am not a dumb person nah. because I can spell. Uh, I'm just going to move on. Uh, different modes uh, in uh, from solo to team play. Um, it's I, I really enjoy Words with Friends, too. I'm very good at it. So if you'd like to challenge me, challenge me at your own peril. I'm challenging you. Yeah, uh, not you. Mike, I always have a personal challenge anytime I play Words with Friends or just Scrabble in general. But I always, always aim to just spell the word defenestrate. <laughs> There are cheats for this game, as there are for most games. Yep. <clears throat> so just be warned. I'm not saying that I cheat. I'm also not saying uh -huh. that I don't cheat. I am a bad gamer. <laughs> just fair warning. You would cheat. I, I always lose at this game, but I don't care because, like I said, my entire goal is to always spell one specific word. So I will never use the letters that are part of that oh, word. Good Lord. And so I can never spell anything. Right. That's just, that's a poor strategy. Yeah. That's a poor strategy. But when I can spell that word successfully, ah, uh, man, the good feels. Right. Uh, also, you can chat back and forth in this game with the people that you are playing. There's also emojis and things like that. So so you can taunt them. You can taunt them. Again, this game's real time, but, it, you know, if they're not on looking at it. But they do get alert on their phone when you play a word. So there's that. Uh, words with friends, too. There you go. Uh, let's talk. Dude, like, so right now, the new hotness. And I swear on all that is decent and holy, if somebody spoils Infinity War for me, I will kill you. Uh, the yeah, new I hotness, seen it either. yeah, is Marvel uh, anything Marvel right now? Because Infinity anything War, Marvel. like Black Panther, did so well. Now Infinity War broke a billion. So this is uh, this is the new hotness, and there's a ton of Marvel games on uh, on, on your mobile phone. Garrick, what mobile Marvel games are you playing? Um, so right now I'm playing uh, mainly Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, this one has been out for, I think, like three years now, but it's really starting to pick up steam now that the new movie is out. Have you played this one at all yet? I did. I did. What do you think of it? Do you want my honest opinion? It was fun at first. <laughs> uh-huh. But you're basically, so it's a fighting game, right? Yeah, so it's set up kind of like Injustice or Mortal Kombat right. where you are 1v1 some other character. And all you're and doing like is tapping the screen, man. That's all you got to do to win. It's whoever taps the screen faster. Yeah, but have you played any of the PvP stuff? No. <laughs> so so I think once you get to like level 5 or 6 or something, you unlock versus mode, and that is actually a lot of fun. But that's I'm not, not but usually that's, one for PvP. But that's not PvP in... In, in the strictest sense. It, yeah, it is. No, it, are you really playing another person on the other yeah, end? You're, are you yeah, sure? you're playing another person at the same time. Uh, okay. All right. Well, if you are, you are. I, the I, I, only I always... reason I know that is because each one I can tell has a completely different like fighting strategy. I guess. And so but... far, the one that wins the most is anyone who perfects that um, dodge. If you swipe left or right, you can dodge front or back. Yeah. No, I know, but I always... I was going to say something that was not politically correct. I always won in PvP. I did not lose, and I got it got boring because all I had to do was tap left and right faster than anybody else. And I mean, I guess, and I'm old. <laughs> so yes, you are. 
So my 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 hand eye coordination isn't what it used to be. So for me, it just got just you know, yeah, got boring. Yeah, I get that. I just I I like it. Uh, I like that you don't really ever lose power. I like that um, there's kind of a rock paper scissors aspect to the fighter. So you're not always just fighting with the same person. Depending on who you're fighting against, you may need a mutant to fight, or you may need somebody who is specializing gadgets and tech, or you may need somebody who is magical um, in order to do well against the particular person. So I I don't know. I like it. I like fighting with them. I like seeing everybody's special moves. Um, yeah. it was something I I got out of it. Particularly, are all the characters' special moves that you get to see kind of iconic stuff from them, more sure. so than any of the other games. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the puzzle <laughs> game? There's a Marvel puzzle game. Have you played that one? Yeah. So this one I was a little bit uh overhyped for because I didn't know that Puzzle Quest was still around. I played Puzzle Quest way back on PSP and I've always loved the puzzle quest games. It's just like a match three RPG um, and anything with an RPG mechanic in it. I get really into this one. It starts off great, but I'm starting to lose interest because the stuff that I need to do requires super high level characters. It's really hard to get high level characters. Um, Basically, you are getting like comic book variant covers, and those are your characters. And if you unlock duplicates, they'll actually like increase the stats of that character. If you can increase its skills and its stats, you can actually level it up further. But you can't level it up anymore until you get that. It's really hard to get those comic book variants. You basically log in once a day, and you can get maybe one. Um, but there's there's a tons of things to do. You can join alliances. You can play not with them, but you can kind of do like alliance raid things. What I do like is when you do those alliance raids, it does give you higher level characters to play with. So you can actually stand a chance. But for the most part, if you're going against something that is way high level than you, you're not going to win. Now, all my guys are about level 40 or so, and I'm going against level 20s and, and 30s, and I'm still losing half the time. So it's a really hard game unless you're really good at the match three. Um, I just don't like that when you're fighting against other heroes or villains, you actually kind of lose a turn, I guess. So you take a turn, they take a turn, and they always make the best turn possible, and so they'll rip your guys apart. I wish the AI was a little bit more dumb. <laughs> okay. I suppose that's a that's a fair wish. Who wouldn't? It's just I've I've probably sunk maybe five six hours into this game, and it's getting to the point where I can't I can't win anymore. I can't beat anything, and so it's not fun to play. Yeah, see, and that's the problem with some of these mobile games. Uh, the next one, Marvel, uh, uh, Marvel. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Strike Force is the number one RPG on um, on uh, Android. Play Store, yep. Google Play Store. It's the number one free RPG to download. Uh, you actually got me into this one, and I'm liking it so far, but I haven't gotten very far into it. Really? I like. Yeah. So when you first, this is this is what sucks me in with these games. This game is very much in the vein of a um, of Star Wars. Uh, there's a Star Wars game that's very much like this, but it's made by Electronic Arts. Yeah, where it's team that. based. What it's called. Right, where it's team based. And uh, you, uh, Galaxy of Heroes, team based, and yes. everybody has a move, and there are tanks, and there are healers, and there are damage dealers, and there's crowd control. 
So it's very much like your old school Final Fantasy RPGs where you go up against a boss and some some minions and you have to take them out and you have to do so using strategy on who you're attacking first, how you're attacking them, when you're using certain abilities, that kind of thing. So there is some some thought to it. Now, now the Galaxy of Heroes from Star Wars is made by Electronic Arts, the evil empire. Uh, and I got about a month's worth of play out of that. And all my Star Wars friends are like, why don't you play on this anymore? I'm like, because it sucks. Like, that's just the, the bottom line. This one doesn't suck yet. Now, I'm sure there's going to come a point, as it does with most mobile games. Like I said, I haven't played Golf Clash in a grip, uh, where you just kind of get bored with it and you want to move on to the next thing. And I don't know if that's culture. I don't know if that's just inherent because it's a mobile game or what. But so far... This one has kept my interest where other games uh, haven't. Now, when I first started this this game, Marvel uh, Strike Force, which is made by Foxnet, I think, and not EA, which is you know that's a that, yeah, it's it's Foxnet. Yeah, which is a you know that's a point in, for for Foxnet for this game. Uh, you, I literally got, I played for almost an hour and a half. Like there was so much to do in the game, and you kept leveling up because you're such a low level. And you kept leveling up so quickly that you would get more energy to spend on these missions that you go on uh, than, than you could use. Uh, and this game is, there's so much to do in it. Like, I'm opening it up right now, and there's a ton of stuff, and there's always events. Like, there's a Thanos event going on right now, obviously. I'm, Everything has a Thanos event right now. Right? Like, there's a Thanos matchup in Fortnite. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. So there's challenges that you could do to get uh, different things every day. And I think you get three. And then after a few hours, you get another three. There's an arena, which is like your PvP. You can go up against other players. But it's, again, it's not real time. It's just they pick your team randomly. Uh, and you're assigned a rank based on how you've done. Uh, and then other teams will, will go up against your team. And then the computer just takes over for you. Um, like I said, there's events there. You can get a ton of heroes. Like I'm just going to go through, um, some of these, some of these heroes that you can get Spider-Man, Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, Electra, Crossbones, Bullseye. Like there's just a ton, Jessica Jones, Wolverine, uh, Winter Soldier, the Hulk, like Iron Man. They're all there. The Avengers are all there. So, uh, and then there's daily quests you could do. And, and there's there's just always something to do in this game. Uh, and once you reach a certain level, once you've gotten past that first hour and a half where you're just in the game, in the game, in the game, in the game, and you're going and you're going and you're going, it finally kind of slows down. And then every couple hours you can pick it up. Like, again, it's just a time waster. When you're bored, pick it up and do it. Certainly there's microtransactions in it up to, I think, I, the most expensive I've seen is $50, which is, you know, I'm not spending $50 on a mobile game. 40 maybe eventually final fantasy 15 i'm looking at you uh but but not right off the bat so but i would highly recommend this game uh I, the contest of champions i'm not too sure about and i haven't played puzzle quest but uh marvel strike force for sure i've picked that up so uh next mobile game hearthstone i'm that yes. like i know what hearthstone is i played hearthstone on the pc yeah, so I started playing Hearthstone on PC. I forget why. I think I was waiting for like a Destiny update or I was downloading some MMO. And I was just like, eh, I'll get into it. Um, I've tried it years before and it never grabbed me. But they were showcasing off the new Witch Wildwoods or Witchwoods or something like that. And I didn't know before that it has a single player campaign to it. Like there are almost these 
like randomized events or randomized story modes with a bunch of different hero characters and as you progress you get random power-ups and you can get these different card packs you can kind of outfit them and have a different um technique each time it's not like you are deck building each time you are it's a much simplified version of that so i didn't know that the campaign mode existed and so it finally called me back in because of this and i really really am liking it the single player stuff is actually teaching me how to play the game and how certain cards can impact each other and how to strategize and so then i can go through and actually build a deck and play pvp um i loved it so much i started uh i downloaded it on my phone to play it on the go and it's something that i've gotten stupidly addicted to lately I never thought I would be addicted to a trading card game on phones, but here, here I am, and now I want to play other ones. It's also made me get back into Magic the Gathering as well. Oh, Don't God, judge me. God, too late. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about that. This one, like, I haven't played Hearthstone, so I have nothing to add. It was fun Fair on enough. PC for about a minute, and then I realized that it was Blizzard, and I didn't care. Uh, let's let's talk about PUBG now. Fortnite is available if you are a heathen and you have an uh, Apple iOS, uh, but or I think they just call it iOS. I don't know because I don't care anymore. Like I used to work in, in in the mobile industry. I don't anymore. So I just don't care. Uh, but if you if you are uh, one of the select few, the chosen and you have an Android operating system, uh, then you get to play PUBG. Now, look, I have said that I hate these battle royals. They're silly. They're ridiculous ridiculous i just i'm not any good at shooters to begin with but here's the thing the mobile phone is what i like to call the great equalizer because it controls on its side <laughs> you don't have you don't you don't have a mouse that you can move around and and be really proficient with that you could probably bluetooth a controller to it but again you're on a tiny little screen unless you're i don't even think you can cast it uh, to to a larger screen, I haven't. Maybe you can. I don't know. Again, I haven't tried. I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't tried either. Uh, but so it's the great equalizer. So I went into this game, my very first match, and I'm like, this is gonna suck. I'm gonna absolutely hate it. I'm not gonna want to spend any time in it. And I was second place. Hey, me too. Yeah, my first match on PUBG Mobile, I was second place. Yeah. So I don't know if they just put you. They probably put you in with a bunch of nubs. It's probably what happens. Probably. But my second match, I didn't do that terrible either. My third match, I, I started dying because I wasn't running to the right spot because I'm like, I can't figure out this stupid map. Once I figured out the map, I, I, I stopped dying outside the play zone because the play zone shrinks. <laughs> if you never play PUBG, it shrinks and it shrinks and it shrinks. Uh, and I kept, I kept doing fairly well. Like every time I play, I go up a level. So I'm not terrible at this. And again, I think it's because the, uh, the mobile uh, phone is the great equalizer. Everybody sucks at aiming. Like people are shooting at me and I hear them shooting at me and then randomly one bullet will hit me and it tells me what direction it's coming from. Because the map's so tiny, you could look at the map and with my old eyes, my bifocals, I can see clearly where it's come from. But that takes time from looking to where I'm going. I don't want to look at that tiny thing. So I I turn, you know, see the direction the bullet comes from and I stop. I just stand there. I don't try to move and shoot them. That, that's too much monkey business on a mobile phone. I aim and I shoot them till they die from it where they're trying to run and do that. And they can't do it because the controls suck. <laughs> uh, PUBG's a lot of fun. Uh, Bad Gamer Crow 
with an E at the end because the Y was one letter too much, and I didn't catch it. Pretty sure I'm Garrick DR, just like I am on everything. Yeah, so look me up. Garrick, you and I have to play that because uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's talk about Fortnite on the stupid app. Yeah, let's talk about Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. <laughs> so uh, it's in the news right now because as of yesterday, no, today, um, they added Thanos into the Battle Royale for a limited time event. It's Thanos. Um, what do you call him Thanos for? Thanos? 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 Kind of. That's not. A, Thanos doesn't even make sense. His name's Thanos. It's Thanos. Oh, good God. I, you're not even. Anyways. You're not even a real dork. Go ahead. Thanos is in Battle Royale. <laughs> you can find the Infinite Gauntlet. <laughs> God. I'm just trolling. You can find the Infinity Gauntlet um, randomly strewn about the map, and it gives you a whole bunch of power-up abilities. Um, does it turn you into Thanos? Win. Yes, it does. So you, you, you look like Thanos. Thanos. Uh, you look like him. It gives you a skin to make you look like him, wearing the gauntlet, and it's really cool. Um, I haven't found the gauntlet yet, but I have been killed by Thanos a couple of times. And I'm just going to keep saying it now because it bugs are. you. I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. The uh, directors of the Marvel movie are actually really big fans of Fortnite. When of they course they are. Taking of course. breaks, they I, would they would take breaks and play some Fortnite. I can't like anything anymore because everyone's an nope. idiot. If yep. Fortnite sucks. So, PUBG's where it's at on the mobile, like not on the computer because I'll get pwned. <laughs> I'll absolutely get just wrecked. But on a on so, a mobile yeah, phone, we'll, I will we'll take probably it. see more Marvel Marvel related stuff come to PUBG. We'll um not PUBG. Psh, yes, Fortnite. PUBG. Big Get in wish. with the Marvel. Uh, we'll probably see other crossover yeah. stuff as well. I think this is going to turn into a very similar situation like you saw with Rocket League, where they yeah. saw um Too Fast, Too Furious DLC come to it. You saw uh, Back to the Future DLC come to it. Anything that was car related came to Rocket League. So I think we're going to see a lot of character skins, a lot of Marvel outfits, since they seem to be big fans of Fortnite. We're probably going to see um, dance moves by Drake in here, since he's a big fan of Fortnite. Oh, it's going to be one of the biggest pop culture crossover events, um, or crossover games, just that we'll ever see. If I mention how much I hate most of pop culture, like the superhero stuff I can get behind, because, hey, I read comics as a kid. I love comics. Uh, the rest is crap I can take or leave. I mean, we can kind of assume that just based on your age. 87-year-olds don't really care much about pop culture. Get good scrubs. That's it. I played it one time for the show. That's it. That is, uh, that, that's the show. Garrick, once again, thank you for taking over while I was gone. Uh, I really of course. hope you get over your Fortnite obsession because Fortnite sucks. PUBG's wear it out. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week when we, what are we talking about next week? A way out? That's the game of the month. Uh, a way out. One copy. Two players. You don't even have to be in the same room. It's revolutionary. But we'll see if it's any good. We'll see you next week.